Hey everyone, and welcome to Steel Wars. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And we are here to chat uh, many various topics going on in, in the Star Wars galaxy of news, Acolyte, and or Season 2. And uh, for the YouTube viewer... Let us welcome to some of ILM's top tier effects. It's the eyeballs that walk, Horst Burkhardt. How's it going, buddy? I, I go well. Now, I, 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 you come onto the screen before the show starts. And for, for everyone listening on iPod or a, 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 another audio device, Horst has got, a, I presume, a balaclava on. But is also using some sort of blue or green screen technology. So he has got galaxy head. You should have done like hyperspace. Oh, that would have been cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. If I, if I line my head up just right, there we go. <laughs> oh, that's that is terrifying. Um, just so I can concentrate on anything else, possibly, I yep. will ask you to take it off. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Give me. <laughs> Now this is this is going to be a neat looking effect too, right? When I peel my face off. Oh yeah, this is fantastic. Well, ah, oh, it was Mick Foley all along. There we go, buddy. I love a good bit. Do you think? Can do you think when they were working out green screen technology? Like, just imagine like all those folks on the prequels sitting in those green screen rooms little did they know what what other people would be up to yeah well that's like um at, at celebration chicago i i got to ask rob knoll the inventor with his brother of photoshop i got to yell out to him and say hey do you ever see things on the internet photoshopped and think what did i do <laughs> And he looked at me quite gobsmacked and just said, no. And I was like, oh. Fair enough. You, 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 he suffers no guilt. It's, um, what's that, that movie coming out at the end of the Oppenheimer? What, what is that? Um, Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About mm -hmm. like, just be, be careful what you're inventing there, Rob Knoll. Oh, here we go. Little kitty alert. Yeah. Sweet action. Hey, so um, jumping back to last week when we chatted mm -hmm. on um, on May the 4th, the um, I, I did that special report from Carrie Fisher's star unveiling mm -hmm. deal. Yeah. And, and then later in the week, it, um, like this footage came out of afterwards, out the back. I saw that, and it was the exact people you were talking about on that show that episode last week yeah all the peeps so it, it was it always i get so frustrated when people just naively say uh oh star wars fans are the worst it's like they're not star wars fans they're there every day um but obviously you know mark hamill's a big fish so they're you know it's not just like i don't know Jeremy Ren actually Jeremy Renner would probably be pretty good. Yeah. Um I, I was trying to think of someone that I could 
that everyone knew that it that wouldn't, wouldn't be as big of a deal. But like, people don't like the, the the like. I don't think we're going to have that many Jeremy Renner fans in the like getting offended on his behalf. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it was it was it was weird to see all that footage. And, yeah, uh, it was very aggressive. Yeah, well, that's what I thought was going to happen to Kathleen, but um, it was my premonition, mm-hmm. just just slightly off. You but could yeah, have, you could have rescued Mark. Can you imagine? Well, and imagine if I was in the ah, just sign my sticker, come on, <laughs> dude. Oh, uh, I don't know that you'd ever be able to live that one down. That would have been funny. <laughs> Sign it, mm-hmm. or just in tears. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, thankfully. <laughs> but imagine if, like, you know, you have that falling down moment where you just mm-hmm. snap. Mm-hmm. And um, wow. But um, the other thing that day, that night, we went and saw Return of the Jedi with Harry. Yeah. At the Academy Museum. And um, R2-D2 was there beeping around and he got to meet him again. And uh, yeah, it was just the best time. Yeah, it looked awesome from the pictures I saw. It seemed like you guys had a good time. Yeah, it was, um, there was was no coke allowed in the theater though. Water only, water and popcorn only. Cause it's like the Academy theater and they don't normally have food in there. And they, oh. so they made an exception, but um, water and popcorn, not a good mix. Oh, zero buys. So I was just like, I'll just go dry, yeah, eat, eat my popcorn. But um, but it, yeah, it was awesome. It was uh, it was it was really fun. The, however, when it didn't play Yub Nub, I, I did get mad at George Lucas all over again i was just like oh dude you're killing me he would have loved you up and how's this right on the way home from seeing return of the jedi when i was a little boy 1983 i starkly remember my mother has no memory of this um i was singing yub nub the whole way home with made up lyrics mm-hmm. you know um, and walking out of Return of the Jedi, Harry was going So he did it, but mm-hmm. different, but it could have been Yupnup. So look at George! that. George! Cost me my it could have been my highlight as a father, and you ruined it. That's that does suck. I don't really like that song at the end. The new one, obviously. I think it's pretty dope. That's all right. But it's oh, like it, let's let's have both. I think there's room for both. Certainly, you could have Yub Nub during the Ewok scenes, the other so- song during the celebration scenes on all the other planets, which I do like. I do like all those added scenes. Oh man, do you remember seeing Coruscant for the first time in the Return of the Jedi? special edition and being like oh that's cool yeah that and it, place and it matched up with the little um rick mccullum 
concept painting he shared is like a postage stamp size mm -hmm. in like mm -hmm. Star Wars Galaxy magazine. Um, Dylan Dagnall says, sounds like George Lucas ruined your child's childhood. Close to it. It's all downhill from here. We could have, we could have peaked. Yeah, I feel like there's a strong argument to be made that that is the case. Betty, uh, did you watch those Jedi Adventures? Young Jedi Adventures? No, I haven't seen those yet. Are they good? Did you watch them with, with Harry? He's not into them. Oh. He, he sort of just watched one and was sort of just like, eh. like I, I think it needed more, um, it needed more Yoda for him. I don't mm -hmm. know whether just make a baby Yoda show. Right. Like it, it, that it would be pretty popular. Yeah, like it's it, you know, like whatevs. But um, I know that's what would like he would be like, oh, little like Baby Yoda, just like like sucking back frogs, mm -hmm. like by a pond for five minutes, bang, done. He he cannot fathom that there's these little Lego Star Wars animations, like little skits, like two mm -hmm. minute skits, mm -hmm. and there's one with Baby Yoda, and he can't fathom that there's not more. Oh, he's just, he's like, hey, man, can I get some more of that? Like, he's just, because it's the age of plenty. Mm -hmm. And he's like, there must be more. There must be. Man. Oh, speaking of little shorts, did you watch the newest Simpsons Star Wars short? Oh, I actually forgot. It's the, pretty good. Rogue, not Maggie... white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty, good. pretty cute. How long's, how long's it go for? Mm, two and a half minutes, maybe. It's It's pretty short, three minutes. It's like an extended, almost like an extended couch gag. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, what else? Did you watch oh. Visions? I watched a few. Okay. I'm just whatevers. Fair enough. It's just not like... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I can... I was, I was trying to work out a way to explain it. It's, it's like if they just put up on Disney 10 random animations from fantasy space worlds, I, I, I wouldn't watch it. Right. Okay. But I feel like you would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you kidding me? Absolutely. Nailed it. But uh, answer me this, horse. Mm-hmm. Are there two types of Visions episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Edgy Sith or kids will like this one? Uh, well, I would say this second selection is, is kind of split up into those two for the most part. But uh, the fifth one? I think it's called Journey to the Dark Head. I really like that one. That one doesn't really have 
Well, I mean, there's an edgy Sith, but it's not the focus of the show, of the, the short. Got gotcha. you. Hmm. Um, yeah, I sort of like watched a few and was just like, oh yeah, but it didn't really set in on me. It's I got just you. like, you know, life, life will continue. Mm-hmm. Um, a green cow says a baby Yoda show pitch, the fresh Grogu of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> He got into trouble with the Empire, had to move from Tatooine to Bel Air to live with his wealthy uncle and aunt. The rest writes what that writes itself. I, I sort of like that idea because that's near me. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, but several million dollars away yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, Hawes. So yeah, um, we're deciding what to talk about on the podcast today. And um, you made you. Oh, sorry, sorry. There, there's somebody at my door, and my dog is flipping the heck out. I'm gonna mute my mic for now. Okay, I worked out the second bit. All right, horses. Oh, now I've got to just talk by myself. Oh, so you're gonna stay there? You're not gonna go answer the door? That's what I do. No buys on the door? Really? Okay. Hawes is doing no, no, no. You don't think you should answer the door? <laughs> He's angrily taking his headphones off to answer the door. Josh Chapman says, uh, this is the start of a horror film. So anyway, Hawes made me go on Reddit today because the uh, some more of the Empire Magazine interview with Leslie Hedlund had been put up on... I, I don't even understand how... Where are we on? We're on Star Wars leaks. But... It says there's new details on Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, and Andor Season 2, Empire Magazine, Summer 2023. God, I wish Hawes would get back, because then I've just got to go over all this stuff again. Um, Dylan wonders, what if he never comes back? I think, judging by the look he gave me as he got up, I, I, I think if he didn't come back, it would be of his own accord. But, um, ah, oh, here we go. Oh, this is, he's back. I'll, pull, I'll put this up for him and see if he likes it. <laughs> what if I never came back? Shoo. Who was at the door, Hawes? It was, uh, it's actually quite funny. It's a, it was a representative from the very company I work for trying to sell me something. And I had to be like, <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's good. I, I actually work for you guys and I'm covered. I'm good. And they're like, oh, really? That's cool. And I was like, yeah, kind of, I guess. Did, it, did they, like, prove it? Prove it? No. no. Spectre 2, 3, Tweez, Tango. So I uh, I saw, like, when I looked out my window, I saw that it was somebody with that logo on their shirt. And I was like, I don't need to talk to them. It's my day yeah. off. Okay. I'm trying to work, think about where you work. What company it could be. 
Oh, I, I'll just message you on Twitter. No, I know, but I'm trying oh. to think of like if it was like a vacuum supply company or something like. Oh, mate. Anyway, hey, why do vacuums have um, different settings? Like, when do you want low for bare really? floor? So, like, there's so okay. So, from what I understand, and I'm by no means a vacuum expert, there's like a setting for if you have hardwood floors or you know laminate or tile, right? And then there's like another setting if you have sort of lower profile carpet. And then there's a third setting for if you have like plusher carpet. No, no, no. Low like suckage. Um, there's no know. reason. There's no reason. Fair enough. I, I, I just want some of the dirt. Don't. Anyway. Hey. Just some of the dirt. Just get a little bit of the dirt. So, um... You made me go on Reddit, which I, I was very uncomfortable with. I didn't. I don't know what's going on, but um, they've got some lovely logos on the side of it. Do you have this Reddit page up, pause? Or yeah. Now the reason I sent you that is it just seemed to be the best sort of, uh, you know, summary of what was going on in that in, uh, that article. Well, what what's striking your fancy in this article, pause? Oh, mainly the acolyte stuff. I feel like that's the the stuff that has the most detail in it. Although there's a little there's a juicy little piece in the Andor season two that I thought you might enjoy. Very juicy, in fact. We'll we'll get to that. And um and and uh, yeah, it means some interesting things in the real world. But uh keep going. Oh, about the acolyte stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we kind of heard this from the, the celebration stuff where Leslie Hel Headland uh, described it as Kill Bill meets Frozen, right? And she said, it's sort of a joke, but it was my elevator pitch to Kathy Kennedy. I wanted to take that revisionist version of female visions that you see in fairy tale media and tell it through that lens. Can I ask you, mm -hmm. do you think any savvy fans are going to set up two widescreen TVs and play Kill Bill and Frozen at the same time. Maybe with Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. Also on a third. And then they're sort of like, oh, that's what the Acolyte's going to be like. Maybe. That's that's more work than I'm going to put it put into it. Hmm. Okay. Fake fan. All right. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Frozen. Have you? Yeah, I think at least once. That was all right. From what I remember. Okay, interesting. Um, so, so what does that mean then to you? Kill Bill meets Frozen. Uh, you know, honestly, so it says like, just as Frozen reimagined Hans Christian Andersen's The Snow Queen with a more ambiguous take on its icy antagonist, so the Acolyte aims to look at the bad guys of Star Wars in a different light. And while there won't be any songs per se... There'll be plenty of samurai-influenced fight scenes. Here's the thing, Hedlund points out. What is an action scene sequence if not a musical number? So I think it's going to... And, and it's always kind of seemed like this was going to be the case since it was announced. It's going to sort of examine the villains through sort of a different lens than maybe we're used to in Star Wars. So, uh, like sort of like the Sopranos, do you think? Like where they're, yeah. bad, they're bad, but you're like, they're your heroes sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Like in a weird 
Yeah. In a very weird, way. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being a good comparison. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I like because on paper, I don't like the bad guys, Hawes. In Star Wars, yeah, or just in general. In general, but we're talking about Star Wars, so in Star Wars. So you don't like Heisenberg? You don't like Walter White? No. Oh, fair enough. Um. <laughs> So, but so it's weird, right? She mentions that, and then the very next line is, "This um, the series looks to answer one question: How did the Sith infiltrate the highest echelons of the Republic without anyone even blinking an eye?" The answer involves a lot of Jedi investigating a series of mysterious crimes. Do you think um, the fact that no one blinked an eye for so long tipped off the Jedi that the Sith were back? Hey, why have we not blinked? Why is nobody blinking? Everybody's eyes are all dry. Hurting. Someone's someone's getting away with something mm-hmm. during the unblinking of this eye. Um, yes, interesting. It is uh, interesting. Um, and then so what I thought was interesting, right? And it says the show revolves around a former Padawan. Reuniting with her Jedi Master, played by Amandla Steinberg and Lee Jungjai from Squid Games. Um, so, a former Padawan reuniting with her Jedi Master. And then it goes through sort of each of the cast that we know so far, right? Like everybody that's been announced at least, and just talks about what they're playing. Most of them are playing Jedi. There's no mention of who the villain is or who the bad guy is or who's been cast as a villain in this, which was fascinating to me. Do you think it's Darth Plagueis? I think so. Honestly, I do think so. Is that dude got a really long head or is mm-hmm. that just He's, sometimes? Um, the species that he is is um, Mune. So do you remember the guy from the banking clan? In... Bless you. Excuse uh, Thank you. Um, the guy from the banking clan in Attack of the Clones, that's the same alien species as Plagueis, supposedly. Mm. They could always change that since we haven't seen him in canon, right? But back in the day when they did the book and stuff, that was his species. <laughs> Not my immune. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and I do kind of wonder if that's why they don't mention it, but it's... Depending on, so if this is at the end of the High Republic era, I don't know how he couldn't factor into it. Hmm. She does love her EU. Mm-hmm. Yep, she goes into that and talks about how she used to write fan fiction when she was a kid. Um, I like Carrie Ann Moss as a Jedi. I do too. I think that's very cool. Thinking of her and like the Matrix and stuff, it just reminds me, the Jedi should have always copied Luke's outfit in Return of the Jedi. You know what's really funny is I had this very same discussion with Johnny Grosso a couple of days ago where we were just, he was talking about how he doesn't like Luke's Empire Strikes Back look and i was like oh really i like that one yeah i was like i really like that one that's one of my favorites 
And he was like, I like the Jedi one better. And I, we sort of got to discussing like how it seemed at the time that that might have been George Lucas's idea for what Jedi looked like in their prime, like before they were all wiped out, was sort of that look. And then sometime between then and the prequels, he was like, ah, they all dress like Uncle Owen. That's the answer. I reckon he just forgot. And he just went, they all, they were like, they dress like Ben Kenobi. Mm, he just yeah. forgot. But can I, you imagine, can you imagine the prequels where everybody was decked out in that outfit? They would have had to throw some color variation into it, I would imagine. Can you imagine Kiati Mundi in that Return of the Jedi fit? Woo! <laughs> Talk about fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> buddy, you're heavy. Um, all right, you got anything else on this? Um, you know, I just thought it was kind of fascinating. They go into each of the, like I said, the people that were, um, that we know have been cast, like Daphne Keene, who was in Logan, right? And she's playing a bi species Jedi, and I guess the one of the species is a Thelen, and I had to look this up, right? I was like, what is a Thelen? I'm not familiar with that. The only instance I could find of a live-action Thelen, I guess, is one of the extra dancers they added in Return of the Jedi. You know how there's, like, the uh, Rodian dancer or backup singer mm. in the band, and then there's, like, two other ladies? Mm -hmm. One of those is a Thelen. Oh, okay. Oh, so she's like her mum's and dad. One's a human and one's a, a Thelen. Yeah, I think that's what it's it's saying. And it said she's got a mullet. Right on. <laughs> that does sound like. <laughs> but what's funny is like every single person they mention, they're like, okay, well, this person's a Jedi. This person's a Jedi. Oh, and don't forget about Carrie Ann Moss. She's also a Jedi. And then I guess Manny Jacinto is like, I'm just a regular guy. But no oh. mention of anybody like who the villain is or anything like that, which is and, and Jonas is a is a Wookiee Jedi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which always makes me worry about first engine. <laughs> right, it seems like that's a fire hazard. And that mm -hmm. smell, mm -hmm. unseemly. Um. Oh, I guess there were some Thelans and Clone Wars episodes. I did see that as well. Okay, I can't, I missed this, but, um, and I can't put it up now, but um, a green cow, uh, she's the best, a small donation for Harrison to get a couple of potato cakes or a four and 20 from a milk bar. Um, so God, thank I love you. A four and 20. Oh, I could go, oh, dude, could I go a four and 20? Woof. How, how do you do it? Yeah. She. She. There we go. There we go, buddy. Oh, what are you freaking out about? So many cats, so little time. Hey, man. Hey, I love. Um, I've got to get this up. Maybe can I do that? The uh, on the side of this Reddit thing, it's got all the the logos of all the upcoming Star Wars things. Yeah, isn't that neat? Yeah, Lando, TBD. You know, she actually mentioned both Star, of those. Star Wars, a droid story, TBD. Now that, that is not, who knows what's going on with that. 
Wasn't that supposed to be like a whole CG animated like feature link thing? Uh, I, I don't know, but it's a big shrug. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's sort of, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's, I, I don't know, it might be the dopest thing ever, but the the logo doesn't um doesn't inspire but um so should we talk about the andor part yeah let's talk about it okay there is like this is the thing there is um a bit of a spoiler at the end of this but i will say i don't think it's going to be a spoiler come i they're not keeping it secret Do you oh, know what i mean no. it's going to be in trailers and stuff is what you're saying right yeah, well, like, this is... Uh, they're, like if a... they're coming right out and saying it. And you know, by the way, they said this, like, a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't want to bring it up the last time we recorded because I thought it would be a spoiler, but it's clear that they're going to be sort of upfront about it. Yeah, which is quite interesting. But, um, should we... And or season two, Genevieve O'Reilly is the Imperial Senator, secret rebel financer, Mon Mothma, tells us she felt like she was in a political thriller, only being shaken out of it when one day she came to work in a big scene and the room was populated with creatures because there weren't really many aliens in Andor. It's all about the humans and it digs deep. Mon's fight is a different fight. Her weapon is her voice, continues O'Reilly. And you and to have time not just to see her as a senator, as a decision maker, but as a wife and a mother and a lover. It doesn't say that bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um and to have time not to see I oh, yeah, navigating empire, not just at work, but in her home is endlessly fascinating. It is actually endlessly fascinating. It is. It's one of the, the most fascinating parts of that first season. So give me more of that for sure. Sheesh. Sheesh. Um, Adria Arjona. Is that how you pronounce that? Hopefully? I think it's Adria Arjona. Wow, that was a whole different key. Uh, who plays mechanic Bix Colleen, tortured by Denise Gao's sadistic Imperial Lieutenant Dedra Mero. Mero? Whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a fake person. Um, towards the end of season one, promises that as a result, season two will feature her undergoing a heavy psychological excavation. Um, hey, that makes me think Pershing. What happened to him? Who knows? <laughs> just, just chilling. Just chilling with microwave brain on Coruscant. Wild. Um, Gal says Andor's cast is populated by actors who thrive on going in unexpected directions. In one world, it could be that Bix is now just effed up. God empire magazine going off um but there's kind of a sugary way and there's a protein way uh ah, okay i get that analogy uh tony always talks about the protein that's fitting with my analogy about how mandalorians like a sugar rush mm -hmm. protein there you go good gosh and he has hired lots of actors who are high on a protein diet uh Adria 
is on a very high protein diet. And then in the fight, like an after credits Mm -hmm. quote, almost Andy circus says, let's just say that Narkina five is a very lonely place without other people. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that we will see him back on there and escape? I think we're definitely going to be seeing him next season. Now, will we see him escape? I don't know, but I think we might run into him some sort of post-escape. you got to show. I, I I find it very hard to believe. That they wouldn't show? Yeah, you've got to explain that one. And and oh, I, feel, I feel like that's the show. Like, you know, they do things so logically. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, like a, a flashbacky montage or I don't know, something. But so I, I feel like there'd be a depiction. But um maybe it'll just say and I did this and then I did this and then this, this, this. But I, I doubt it. So what's funny to me, right, is all the comments under this article, like the thing that people seem to be latching on to the most is the Kino stuff. And one thing I thought was kind of interesting is someone said, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that the Empire is going to completely break Kino until he's finally loyal. Will probably be used to get close to Cassian again, only to betray him as an Empire double agent. Kino's story Uh. is never going to end happily. I don't really brutal it is brutal all my stars do you know that what that reminds me of in v v the series right Uh right there was martin he was one of the visitors that whose faces would rip off and they'd be lizards but he was a good guy trying to help the humans get rid of you know because he he didn't want to eat all the humans Mm mm-hmm and then he gets killed, but it's, it's a secret that he's on the human side. Mm-hmm. He gets killed, and then his twin brother comes, which is amazing that a twin brother, like a lizard, when they've got the human face, is still a twin. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's so ace. Um, and then he's angry at Mark Singer, the, the V's Han Solo-type character, for having something to do with Martin's death. And Mark Singer's very conflicted because it's like, you look like Martin and we were friends. I vaguely remember this storyline. Johnny G says no V spoilers. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, bro. Did you watch that V reboot they did with Juliet from Lost shortly after Lost went off the air? I did watch it one season yeah. and then done. Done. It was I- all right. I was digging it. Yeah, I was, it was digging all right. it. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. It was oh. all right. Um, all right. So there's all that. Hey, I've got um what other little things did I find? Oh, hey, how's our Steve Urkel? Oh, as apparently what what is he in? Um, I saw he's in something. One of the Star Wars shows and he's in he was in the uh makeup chair for two hours every day or something. I saw that today. He's he's in Skeleton Crew. 
Okay. But he revealed it at like a hockey game, like an, they interviewed him at a hockey game. Did I do that? <laughs> and he says it comes out um, November, December. Huh. Uh, I guess that I, makes I, sense, right? With Ahsoka being in August, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, um, I didn't see anything about the two hours in the makeup thing. Yeah, I saw something about him being on, and he's a pirate, and he was in the makeup chair for two hours a day. Gotcha. Go Urkel. Also, briefly, the the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, Steve Urkel. In what form? One of the animated shows. Okay. I gotta say, I, I have you seen those Sonic movies? Yeah, they're good. I love those movies. They're really good. Yeah, I um I was a Mario guy. I didn't I didn't I didn't mess with no Sega. But uh these are endearing little guy. Mm -hmm. I I like him. One and two. Yeah. Jim Jim Carrey just losing his mind. I'm um, a fan of those Sonic movies for sure. I um I had this other thing. I've I've just got these web pages open. I've got this one, the SF Gazette, the Sci-Fi and Fantasy Gazette, right? Mm -hmm. And they've got a headline because I was just Googling and it said, Star Wars, Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy teases Luke Skywalker's presence in Ray Led 2025 movie, right? Mm -hmm. I've got to click on that, right? right? Wait there. I'm just paging down. I'm not even going to read that. Like, I won't oh, read that. I won't read the evidence. I'll just read the next sentence after it. So, Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy teases Luke Skywalker's presence in Ray Led movie. Right, a page down to this sentence. While this doesn't confirm that Hammer will appear, it's clear the fact he saved those books will be crucial in shaping the new Jedi Order his former pupil, pupil sets out to create. So um, that that's a big stretch, I feel like, mm -hmm. Sci-Fi Gazette. You know, I didn't even consider it, but I got to think it's at least it's fairly likely that we'll get a Force Ghost Luke scene. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. That last one left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I get it. But doesn't mean they still can't do one and it could be cool. How's this idiot in the chat, Sean Hoffman? Hey. But will R5D4 be in it, though? Oh. R5 Home Darm says R5D4 Force Ghost. Well, that will at least mean that uh, he was dead. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't Ray save the books and store them in the Falcon? Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's... Uh... I, I was more just, I was more just flustered with uh, the headline, and you were like, "Ooh, that's exciting!" And then you get into it, and you're like, "Oh, it's one of those. It's one of those stories." Um, did you know, Hawes? Do you know what the Peabody Awards are? <laughs> no, I do not. Have you heard of them before? No. I no way. Know. Okay. They're, 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 they're awarded from Athens, right? Mm -hmm. 
That's about all I know. I, I know they're like it's it's a it's a prestigious award, mm-hmm. and I feel like they give them in different fields. And oh, okay. So on the on on the um the website header. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. says Peabody, stories that matter. Okay. So anyway... Um, so there was the Peabody for best entertainment, maybe. Mm-hmm. Wait there, arts. Wait, wait, wait. And no, entertainment, right? For storytelling in entertainment, and Andor won. Oh, nice. But it was up against right mm-hmm. Atlanta, which I haven't seen, but it's I've heard is good. insane. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Better Call Saul, which is top tier. Right. So it's uh, Severance, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is pretty fascinating. But um, so a hoity award to Andor. Yeah, and, and up against some stiff competition there. So that's Cool. Um, I did see, so I guess this is also from that same Empire article. Um, so speaking on the Ray movie, Kathleen Kennedy said, the First Order has fallen, the Jedi are in chaos. There's even a question of how many exist anymore. And Ray's building the new Jedi Order based on the text that she was given and that Luke imparted on her, right? Um, and then, once again, it's the same sort of quote about you know it's kind of rehashing the same quote about ryan johnson ryan and i talk all the time he just keeps getting more and more successful and it keeps moving things back and back further one day we'll figure this out right um taika watiti taika is working away he he's just and he won't get mad at me for saying this slow we've got a couple of acts we need a third and then Lando and Rogue Squadron. Lando is still on the books, and Rogue Squadron is still on the books. We just want them to be great. The Jedi books? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, peep this one, Hawes, that I found. Star Wars-themed event busted by Detroit Fire officials. Fans vow more powerful return. This is, from, this is from the Detroit Free Press. Now, I have never heard of this, but um, there's some cosplay convention they have in Detroit. What's it called? Um, sure. Space Dive, right? Mm-hmm. Three-day convention. They've got... On the premises, a, a full-size A-wing fighter. Yep, yep. So, all right, so let's let's dip into this. This is not getting enough press out there. At about 10 p.m. Saturday, four hours before a three-day Star Wars-themed annual cosplay celebration was set to end, 
Organizers of Space Dive in Detroit said city fire officials filed in like Imperial stormtroopers. Wow. They had cosplay as well. And there was little they could do to turn them away. The rest of Space Dive, as C-3PO, the movie's golden droid set in the film's opening scene, was doomed. Oh, my God. This has got so many puns. It does. There would be no escape for the... This is like um, Favreau wrote this one. There would be no escape for the princess or any of the 500 or so event goers who had purchased $35 tickets dressed in elaborate Star Wars character costumes and gathered together at the Tangent Gallery to relive memories of their childhood. Fire officials shut the event down. What do you make of this, horse? Oof. I bet you... Oof. How long did it take to get... Look at the bar they had set up. Buddy, we should go next year. Turn it into content. But we'd have to wear costumes. Yeah, you go as Ajax Citizen. Sign a couple of autographs, 20 bucks a pop, boom. Oof, boom. No, that is the dark side of the force. No, um, the, uh, that is, oh, that, that's from their 2002 event. But that is insane. Um, and look at them all. Look at all these Cantina Denzians. We gotta go, Steel. Next week, Detroit <laughs> Halls and Steel, baby. She. <laughs> um. So there's something that I'm excited about that I'm pretty sure is of zero interest to you, but I am very excited about this, buddy. Star Howdy. Wars related. Well, I just don't think it's it's your thing. You know what I mean? It's not not a mark against you. I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, Fantasy Flight, okay? Fantasy Flight is one of the companies that has the Star Wars license. They announced this week that they are going to publish next year a brand new collectible card game based off of Star Wars. So think Magic the Gathering, but Star Wars? I am very excited about that. Isn't that was really big in the nineties? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Magic: The Gathering was huge in the no, 90s. but there was like a Star Wars one. Yeah, yeah, like... you, yeah. It was called it was called Star Wars CCG. It was published by a company called Decipher. Decipher. And I was yeah. crazy about it back then. Loved it. Really? Because I liked mm-hmm. the idea of it. And then when I went to play it, I was like, "This is now, not for me." That's the thing. The Decipher Star Wars card game, in my opinion, is and is also well known to be a little too complicated, right? Like, it is too complicated. Like, the beauty of magic is the simplicity behind playing Magic uh, the Gathering. Yeah, but even, ma- like, any of that stuff, it's just like, it's just not. not yeah. Nah. No, that, but this is incredibly for me, and I can't wait. I love collectible card games and the only reason i'm not into one in a big way is because there's not an active star wars one right now dude they saw you coming Mm -hmm. and (laughs) the um so what i like about it is so fantasy flight they do a lot of star wars stuff right they do like the x-wing miniatures game so if you've ever been like in barnes and noble you might have seen them they're like the little miniature x-wings and you like build your forces and fight against each other they have a, a, a similar game called Armada, which is the bigger ships, your Star Destroyers, your Corellian Corvettes, shit like that. Um, 
And it seems uh, like I, that that's with the really cool models, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that interests me. Yeah, like know. like um like I'm I'm it, it, it's just like I I don't have the time or anything for it. Mm-hmm. But it interests you. But it's like that looks cool, like to move the ships around, mm-hmm. and they're all, and the and the fact they're all to scale. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that, well, let that, me tell you, that you helps ever, me sleep at night. Oh, yeah. You, you ever find yourself um, in Birmingham, Alabama? We'll we'll play a few rounds because I've got several of these. And oh, they, now now I want to come less. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> A few years ago, Fantasy Flight did a card game called Star Wars Destiny that was really cool, but it had this weird gimmick where there were dice involved. So, like, you would get a pack of cards, and then there would be dice in the pack, too, which always was a little off-putting to me for some reason. seemed like like an, an uh, too much of an added layer to there's, a card game. There's not many games that involved dice and cards really Mm-mm. not no it, that i think they were doing it to try and stand out right because you've and got like your, your monopolies where you pick up a card but you're not playing with the cards exactly um and it was pretty popular for the first couple of years it was out and then it seemed like interest really declined um so i'm i'm excited to see because they've specifically called out that this new one star wars unlimited it has no gimmick Okay, um, I um. So, did you ever go into like the card shop and play? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I um. There's one of those shops around here, and I love driving past at night, and they're all in there playing. It's mm-hmm. like, how happy they all are. Yeah, when I was a kid, like to a pre- in preteen to teenager, my parents treated the local comic book shop kind of like a babysitter on the weekend. They give me five to ten bucks and let me loose in the comic book store where they went and, went and ran errands. So yeah, I, I got a lot of Star Wars card game playtime in. It's like the local skateboard shop. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, but I wasn't doing any of that. True that, true that. But I'm saying it's it's like that. It's yeah, it's si- very similar, right? Like, because like you know, I I would go in and knowing exactly what I'm doing, right? Like I'm getting these two comics or a pack of Star Wars cards. Can only imagine. Oh, I had my plan, buddy. And then I'm not leaving before I open the cards and talk. Ooh, like, ooh, is this uh, is this gold leader? Is this rare? Um, and then you just sit around and and talk and play card games. Uh, the so when you play those games, mm-hmm. can you lose your cards? I've never played that way, but people do, where they'll, like, uh, put a card up, you know, as, like, a bet, sort of. You don't have to. Okay, but you don't, in the way you play, you don't, like, I capture your Star Destroyer. And it's mine forever. No, no. Okay. I'm not a gambler like that. I would have never been into that. I'd be like, "Mm mm-mm, you're not taking my Han Solo. No, sir. Yeah, it always blows me away when people gamble against each other. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, but you're one of you're gonna lose anyway. Um, how about this horse for for a, a, a surprise news edition? Okay, I just saw this on uh, StarWarsNews.net. It was yesterday. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know about this. I've been getting tagged. Coy on the future of the Boba Fett character reflects on filming Star Wars shows. Uh, he was talking to Gizmi, Gizmodo and he said, can you, do you, can you just say it verbatim without? Yeah, he said something. No, I, I won't get it. But he was like, I know what the plans are for Boba Fett, but I can't say anything and I can't say if there's going to be another season. Isn't that essentially what he said? Yep, pretty much. I can't say. I'm sworn to secrecy. I wish I could tell you. He wishes he could tell you, Hawes. Oh, I'm sure he does. All right, Robert. I know all the answers to what you're asking, but I can't say. It reminds me when J.J. Abrams would get asked about Ray's parents. Mm -hmm. Like in mm -hmm. 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he'd be like, oh, I know, I know, but I can't. And it's like, you didn't know. Hey, you, you know who we need to track down? Do you remember the video of that kid asking him? Ah, yes. And he told her the answer? He whispered. Yeah, we need to track that kid down. What did he tell you? What did JJ tell you? Probably she, probably, she probably works at Bad Robot by now. You know what I mean? They got her on the, on the payroll. Her life maybe fell apart after it, it didn't, it wasn't true. The the thing that, that thought made her special in the universe, knowing this information was not true. Sheesh. True. All right. What else was anything else? Mm, I don't know. I'm just. I better start squaring a little money away now to buy some Star Wars cards next year. That's the one bummer is it's not out until next year. Everything's out next year in Star Wars. I sent you a link to that article about it just because I wanted you to see the artwork and how weird Luke looks in the artwork. What, on Twitter? Uh, yeah, I sent it to you in a DM on Twitter. That's the only piece of... Um, oh art that they've released for it so far typically they do very good artwork though fantasy flight does all right wait there i'll paste it up for everyone to enjoy just some about that luke he looks like a cabbage patch doll here we go so much dead air no, Amazing. um, oh no, that's my fault. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, it looks a little weird, right? I, I do you know what I wish they'd done, huh? Had other characters, not just from the one movie in it. Are they just doing Star Wars to start with? Is that the deal? No, so one of the big because, so... yeah, sorry, sorry, I should just if you're listening to the podcast, it's the, the, the cover art is this, um, a certain animated style. From um, the New Hope. Yeah, of just the New Hope characters. So the and first the first set, because the, the way these work, right, is you put out an initial set, sort of the core set, and then every few months you put out expansions with new cards, right? The and first then, set's you, gonna have then you hit the suckers up for more. Yep, and that's me. Who's the sucker? I'm the sucker. Um, it's going to be 200 cards and they said it, it's going to span 
all Star Wars, not just movies, but the shows, animation, comics, anything Star Wars related is is up for grabs on this. Yeah, well, so wouldn't you have like a, you know, throw in a Django Fett something? Right, because looking Ky- at this a, makes a Ky- it just a, seem a Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's Star Wars Unlimited, and it's it's looks all pretty limited. Yeah, very um, limited. And it sucks because, like I said, typically, Fantasy Flight has excellent artwork. Right, like part of the appeal of their stuff is the artwork, in my opinion. And they just put out a different game that's got such a cool image to it like the box of it is is luke and vader from so uh, so jedi so will the cards be this art is that the deal unknown right and so the cards just them standing there and it's like i'm luke skywalker my my grappling hook powers are plus nine Typically, that's how uh, uh, a card game goes. There'll be an image of a character. You'll have their stats. There'll be a box with a little bit of lore, their powers and stuff. But there have been no card designs for that one released yet. So I can't say for sure what they're going to look like. And and so you, when you play this, you don't make up a story as you go. You're just mm-hmm. doing PowerPoints. Yeah, you're just sort of fighting each other. Well, it, once again, it kind of depends on the game. Um, like one of their games that's, it's not like a collectible card game. You just buy like the game. It all comes in a box. It's sort of like rebels versus empire. And you're trying to keep the empire from building the death star. Right. So like that's, there's certain phases where with the empire, like if they complete certain steps, they get a, you know, they get one step closer to finishing the death star. It's pretty fun. Okay. All right. I guess it sounds fun. I it is know. fun. It is fun. The The real th- thrill is, let's be honest, is opening the packs, right? See if you get something good. Uh, I do have to say, I remember when I used to collect Star Wars Galaxy magazine. No, Star Wars Galaxy cards. Cards. Just the, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And um, I'd go to somehow our little town of Rosebud in the early, I guess it would have been 94-ish. Um, they had three card trading card stores. <laughs> That's when they were big. Oh, and it's an easy, easy business to buy into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember opening packs up in my car and not being completely satisfied with what I had. And going back in for another pack or two. Like a proper junkie. Buddy, I've got two unopened boxes of Star Wars Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I still haven't. I was going to do a stream opening them, but I don't know how to like, I don't know the technical setup for like having the camera pointing down while I open the packs and stuff, you know? Ah, okay. But I'm going to one day. I have two unopened boxes. You you could like, um, you could set up your phone on some sort of holder. Mm-hmm. And then use that as another connection into my the, the stream yard or whatever yeah. you use as like yeah. a, a separate guest and just turn off the sound. That's a really good idea, isn't it, Walter? Um, hey there, um, 
that 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 Tony Gilroy, he's on strike. Yeah, good for him, man. You he, he waited a while, so I don't think yeah. he's gonna get pat in the back. But anyway, they're they're I guess they're they're continuing to make it without him um and without the ability to change any wording in the mm-hmm. script. Yeah, there's a few shows that are doing that. I think um the Lord of the Rings show is doing the same thing. Um and also, I thought it was interesting. I saw somebody on Twitter this morning posted sort of the length of the previous strikes, the WGA strikes or whatever. Um, and obviously, the last one was in 2007 because it was when they were making the fourth season the Lost, right? And that one went through for 100 days, and that was one of the shorter ones. So I'll be interested to see how this pans out. Dude. I can't go a hundred days. Hundred days is. I gotta get back lot. to. Gotta get back to eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That craft services. Oh. I got something to show you. Oh hell yeah! Let me see it, buddy. Um. Wait there. Where is this? Wait there. I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. Um, but I got um, share screen, I guess I want to do. Um, window, HBO. Um, I got my little, my succession. Appearance. Oh, awesome. So... I'm not sure if you've got to hear this, but it doesn't matter. This is Succession uh, Season 4, Episode 6 at 43 minutes and 5 seconds. Oh. Here we go. Okay. I see a bunch of people going into a Waystar Studios room. Bang. Look at this. Up here. Where? Oh, you can't see my cursor? Maybe you can now. That's you? Yeah. Heck yeah. Who are you talking to there? I'm talking to uh, one of Shiv's assistants for the day, apparently. Okay. But you ready? They see me in frame. Let's bring it in. Ah, the Zoom horse. Dun, dun, dun. They keep me perfectly in frame, I think. Ah, oh, yes. So there okay. you go. My nice. Big, my big succession cameo. Heck yeah. Uh, I wonder if I had I had a few things. Ah, oh, um, are you looking forward to um, this? Is my final note. I feel like um, from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I'll check it out. I enjoyed the other two well enough. Some of them are a little goofy, but for the most part, I like them. Like, normally, I just, like, I'll do an episode with Tom where I'll just mm. review his thoughts. No, <laughs> no, no. I, no, I just, re- I, he reviews the books by reading them. Mm-hmm. And I review it just by his description. Right. 
like whether I just like the concept or not of the little inserted because if you don't know certain point of view is when they make little backstories for characters in the yeah. behind the scenes of movies and this yeah time they sort of you know they take 40 short stories based around a certain you know certain more sort of bit characters right from each movie and so normally it's pretty harmless um no normally. IG no IG-88 becoming the Death Star, like uh, an old uh, an old you uh, similar book did. But um, I'm terrified about this one. Because it's it, Return of the Jedi? And it's 40 chances to make um, some Nordic-looking dude, Tamara Morrison. I, I, oh, my like, God. They won't, be able to, I, I, they won't be able to resist. I think you're right. I'll be honest. The Boba Fett one and the R5-T4 one from the first one, bad. Real bad. What is R5-D4? Let him just be a droid. So R5... R5 Like he's rusty, he explodes. I almost almost don't want to tell you, Steel, but I'm going to (laughs) because you asked. R5-D4 story in that one is, is basically that he purposely blew his motivator so the Lars family would pick R2 instead. So he's a cutter. He's self-harming. Mm-hmm. And and he, some like, he knows the will of force. I can't even remember, but I just remember that's the basis, like sort of the basic premise of it. Ooh. And then the Boba Fett one that was done by John, John Hamm, just doo-doo. Wasn't just, he a real bro? Mm-hmm. And it's nothing like Tamira Morrison, is it? Not one bit. Not yeah, one he's bit. real like, he's sort of like a slick. Mm-hmm. Like he would wear a uh, tap out or what was that other one? The, you know, the bro clothes from about a decade ago, tap out and affliction. You remember like he, affliction? Like he'd pay for Twitter. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um. All right. What? What? How did your uh, four hundred show go, Horse? I think it time? went pretty well. There was a little bit of a technical snafu at one point, but otherwise, I think it it went pretty well. Oh, when it went silent for two and a half minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the one. That's that, it, was, that was that was very confusing to listen to. <laughs> did you remember? Uh, did you hear the, the? I pulled the clip of the first time we played the Kiati Mundi song, and it was you and Sal were on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I missed Did you say I was there? Yeah. Yeah. No, but before you played the clip? Yeah. I must have like been like missed it because at the end I was like Hey, why am I in like No, I, I said I, I don't said, normally talk at the end of the song. I was like, you know what? I went and found the first episode, I played it, and turns out, Will, you weren't there and we had Sal and Steel ah. And then I played the clip. I must have just had my headphones off or something for that, you mm-hmm. know, when you're just like, and then sometimes, normally I'm pretty, I'm pretty diligent on, I, I, I pull the plug. I can't even, the the time that I do not want to miss anything on the podcast, it, it's not normally I've got time to press pause. It's I just rip the plug and that makes it stop playing. Nice. It's, it's very handy. Very handy. I think it might be the desperation of, um, Working with a four-year-old boy is why it's such a uh, a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Are you doing, uh, what is it, Thursday? You're recording tonight, tomorrow? Yep, tonight. Uh, interesting. Is that about it? Yeah, that's about it, buddy. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Sal's here just to chime in with Ed Hardy. Yes, that's the exact vibe I'm talking about. Dude. Poor Boba, huh? (sighs) Yeah. Sheesh. How how much have you thought about the Robert Rodriguez quote? Like, if he know, like if he knows what's happening to him, then that must mean something. Something's happening. Something's but, happening, yeah. But that something is probably nothing. If I had to guess, um, I I haven't thought about it a lot. The first, I read it when it was first making the rounds, and I was like, all right, well, of course, whatever, move along. Doing that. So confusing. <laughs> It's. I just love it. It's the one thing that you cannot keep your cool about. It's the one thing, and Will knows how to push my buttons about it, and tries to do it every week now. <laughs> it's the one thing that irks me in Star Wars more than anything, and I can't keep my cool about it. Serenity now, Hawes. Mm, I'm a. I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Um. What does this mean? Ah, Josh Chapman says he's going to shoot another show in his car park. I I, I was like, who's he talking about? But it was Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, Eric Elliott says, I'd love more Boba Fett. Horse, how do you reply? Yeah, me too, buddy. Ah, uh, Sal just said, like, steal with R5. I, like, have some dignity, people. Come on. <laughs> Like, they just said he's R2-D2. Like, for that bit, it's just, you're R2, like, uh, wouldn't it be good to have an R2? Well, we'll we'll just make this one do it. The whole, like, and then the twist and the, come on, whores. Come on. Hey, buddy, listen, you back me up on the Boba Fett stuff, I'm going to back you up. That's how friends operate here. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah. I still think that that's just a, a innate quality that most droids have. They're like Swiss Army knives. But I didn't. It's not like I came out of this season of Mandalorian being okay. like they handled that character really well. So what you're telling me is R two D two is not special. Is that what you're telling me, Hawes? No, he's still special mm. because of the the circumstances he's been placed in, right? The people he's been around, right? Yeah, so he's just a power socket. It's just like that he didn't do anything, but he just did what any other droid would have done. Yeah, but in some really galactically important situations. Yeah, but R5D4, just the same thing. The same? No. No. They all can do that. Well, yeah, they can all do that, but R5 is not put in the same situations as R2, and he's not hanging out with the same people as R2. Nah. Y'all buying it? Sorry, buddy. Ah, I, uh, I, I, uh, I actually am. Um, ha- before we go, I, I do have a new segment. Mm. That we've, we have the segment every show, but now I've titled it. And I'm well, and I and I tried to hold it in for the whole show. It, it, it steals complaint of the week about Mando season three. 
Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so Ahmed Best's Jedi comes back, uh-huh. and, and it's revealed he saves Grogu. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it just has, when the flashback's finished, like, what happened to him had nothing to do with the flashback. And then it has no, like, there's no change. It's just, here's a flashback because there was some clanking. That That's my complaint of the week. That it just, it had no repercussion. Like, it's just like, where does, here's three minutes out of this story you really want to know. Will we come back to, I, I don't know. Yes, they will. Certainly they will. That I'm confident in. Will Boba Fett ever show up or will they, you know, do something cool with Boba Fett? I have no idea, but I'm certain that there's more to that story. Oh, once you hit that Boba Fett vein, it all comes back to it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right. How about this? I um, I went to McDonald's and I got a chocolate milkshake. Okay. How was it? No, I just wanted it then See, for you to bring it oh, back to Boba Fett. Well, you know, if you think is, that's cold, what about what they did to <laughs> Boba Fett? <laughs> okay, okay. We'll see. I like how you hijacked my thoughts about Boba Fett with chocolate shakes. I don't know, man. I need more pre- preparation. <laughs> Who could prepare? Who could mm. prepare? But yeah, that is um. That has a really dark um, little part of your Star Wars psyche horse. They're mm-hmm. interesting. It is. It's it's the maybe the only dark and darkest part of my Star Wars psyche. And also kind of signaled the beginning of the worst year of my life in a weird way. Oh, man. If you think about the timing of it all, I should have known back then. Well, it's 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 easy to uh, to post uh, mm-hmm. prostigate, right? Prostinate? Prostinate. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I'm a Star Wars fan. That's what we do. Ooh, maybe this means this. All right, dude. No, uh, Blue Harvest is the podcast. Um, this is. Do you want the audio to put this up on your uh, little pod? swaddle yeah yeah if that's cool with you i would love to do that yeah you know bless the bless the patrons or bless Mm -hmm. whoever um thanks everyone for chatting along with us thanks sal for joining us thanks everyone else for being here on time unlike sal uh sort of get that in uh no thanks to r5d4 um but thanks to the Acolytes. I can't wait for that one. I'm really excited about that one. They're all great whores. Don't yeah. play favorites. I'm not no, um, yeah, I don't know. I actually, all right. If, if you could watch one just before we go. Out of the three from that article? Yeah, which oh, 
So Andor, mm-hmm. Season 2, Acolyte, mm-hmm. or Ahsoka? Uh, Skeleton Crew was the third one. And Ahsoka. So it's it's the three shows that are coming next year. No, or end of this year slash next year. Uh, between Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, and Ahsoka? Acolyte. Um, or, or Andor Season 2. And I loved Andor, but Acolyte is something sort of new in, an, in a new era, you know? Like, okay, listen, we all need to go ahead and prepare for the fact that Yoda's going to show up. But other than that, it's kind of a blank slate, which I'm pretty excited for. Yeah, I I would choose that one also just because it's visually going to be so... Like, everything's going to be input Mm -hmm. rather than, like, you already know the error and Mm -hmm. and you'll have new characters and, you know, Andor, oh, cannot wait. But Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for season two of Andor, but out of those three, I want to see Acolyte. But I am, I, I'm unhappy with going, I, I feel like I'm still going to dislike the, um, these acolytes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a good guy all the way. I'm going to be I mean, angry every week. They're so mean. I feel well, like watching Succession. All right. But you love that show, so. I know. Perfect. All right. Well, this episode's gone on. Long enough. So, may that force be with you. See you again. I didn't mean to cut you off at the end there, mate. Oh, it's no problem. Well, it is a problem because you don't talk after me, mate. All right? Give me a clean edit. (laughs) My bad. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.